Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. everyone welcome back to the twim show this is your host ajil islam and today i'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of december 7 2020 so first off today we're going to stop start with our friends at snapchat so the interesting news that's coming out of snapchat this week is that they are going to give out about 3.5 million dollars in grants to creators to help them create augmented reality content now does this mean the augmented reality is the future of snap advertisement slash uh, the future of everything? I think yes. Because remember back in October when iPhone 12 was launched, Snapchat was the first and official partner for iPhone with Apple to actually use their Apple's LiDAR sensor to create some augmented reality content. So again, Snapchat seems to be actually, uh, you know, playing into that game where they realize, you know, what augmented reality is like what Facebook or social media was like 10, 12 or 15 years ago. It's early. Let's do it. And let's basically, um, you know, put our stick, put our flag on the ground. So that's what Snapchat is doing. But anyway, uh, so it seems like augmented reality is going to take a major leap in 2021. I'm looking at my notes over here. Uh, Snapchat is always, as always, looking at to stay in the forefront of the stage. Um, the new fund will ensure that augmented reality creators have another avenue to monetizations, while Snapchat is also looking to pair creators with brands for more innovative, immersive advertising experiences. So this is good. They're creating a marketplace, folks. Uh, again, this is something we touched on in our um, update. I think it was back when iPhone was launched that week, sometime in October. I just do not know the exact details, but that's when we talked about Snapchat's augmented reality again. Um, but the, it seems like you know, they've already launched augmented reality shopping features, which we have covered as well. Uh, so augmented reality try-on campaigns, barcode, logo scanning options. So again, and Seems like e-commerce is coming to Snapchat with a partnership with uh, Byte Moji Clothing. All in all, if if Snapchat is not it's not a platform that you are not experimenting with and you are uh, in e-com, then you stand to lose out. Does this mean you should drop what you're doing, Facebook, Instagram, Google, and just go straight to Snapchat? No, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is I'm telling you folks, Snapchat is going to become a dominant player in five to seven years time. Actually, I'm not going to even say 10 because, you know, because of the technological advances, you know, adoption is going to be much faster, especially now that we have phones like iPhone and Samsung's who are building in AR into the platform. So in the next five years, uh, so you want to start actually uh, experimenting and finding those best practices for your business now. With that, let's move on to the next one, which is from our friends at YouTube, aka Google. So this week, YouTube had some unofficial updates. Uh, number one was video translating features. What that basically means, like, you know, hey, if you have a video that's in English and, you know, for example, if I, if I, if my mother, Huru, is not so great in English, 
watches a video uh, which is in English, YouTube will going to is going to go ahead and translate it in real time. This is big. This is super big, right? So keep that in mind, which basically means, hey, uh, now your content, whether regardless of what language it is in, you will have, you know, potential more views just because people can actually watch your content because you, Google is going to do that for you. Number two, that the update, unofficial update, and why I say unofficial update is YouTube themselves did not come out with this update, but the people who are the engineers who are behind behind this, uh, you know, who works on YouTube updates, actually unofficially announced all these things. The other thing they are talking about is hashtag pages. We all know hashtags. If you search on YouTube using hashtags, we get random crappy results. They are fixing it. They're tweaking it. This is going to become another hashtag platform, right? So keep in mind. Uh, so they're working on it. They've tweaked it. It's apparently giving out more better results. So again, if you see those hashtags above a video or around a video in things, stay on it. You're not going to get penalized for using hashtags. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get benefiting from that when and if this, not if, when this hashtag uh, thing is refined. And you know, Google has this thing, expertise in refining search queries and terms and keywords and hashtags. So absolutely, absolutely use hashtags. The third one that's coming is that, you know, text in YouTube shots. This is basically straight up copy from Instagram Reels or TikTok where they're just saying, you know, now you when you create YouTube shots, you could create, put text in there in your video. Nothing great, earth-shattering things, but something that I think you should all know that that option exists. So if you're into YouTube shots, by all means, go ahead and do that. With that, I'm moving on to the next update from YouTube. Uh, YouTube actually did a Q&A series this week and they and this is the official one and they basically uh, debunked or answered some of those uh, in questions around YouTube algorithms. Number one was if a video is not performing well, will updating a thumbnail improve performance? They say yeah, maybe because you know sometimes YouTube is all about thumbnails. So if your thumbnail is crappy, you probably is not going to do well. So change your thumbnail, but that doesn't mean the algorithm is going to do something to you just because you swapped out a thumbnail. It just basically means you know more people will get attracted to the newer thumbnail and they will probably click on it more. Uh, Does your click through rate? The second question was does your videos click through rate among your channel? subscribers impact the likelihood likelihood of it being recommended the answer the youtube says it is not factored into recommendations as a major driver the third question was does how does youtube's algorithm determine the order in which videos appear in relation to a search query YouTube's so the answer from youtube was youtube's video search results are predominantly ranked based on relevance uh, how well your title description and the content of your video match the viewer's query Performance, the, this includes total view of the video, how long people have watched the video for, likes, shares, etc. Now, I will pick, take a pause here and I will tell you, this is exactly, the relevance is exactly what happens for straight up Google search queries, right? It's very co- clear. Google search queries also looks at performance, like, you know, when someone clicks on your, you know, research results, organic or ad, and they go to a link, how long do they stay before they bounce back? Uh, yes, Google can measure that. So it's kind of similar, but again, I guess people were unsure. Uh, so with that, the fourth question was, if you upload several videos at once, but keep some of them unpublished till you choose to activate them, will that reduce your video reach? Uh, this 
basically what they say is no it will not impact your reach i don't want to go too much into detail because this is going to be a very long podcast uh, session fifth one was does uploading videos in two different language impact content channel performance yes it will because your viewers will appreciate watching in their language so tune in more you might also want to consider having two separate channels for each language to cater to your audience simple as that uh, again, that's kind of, you know, a, a no-brainer right here. And the number six was, does it take a certain amount of hours of watch time before a video is highly recommended? YouTube says no, and that's and that there is no particular threshold which a video needs to meet in order to start getting recommended. Again, you know, I will take that with kind of a, not take it to the bank or make it too hard just because, you know, I don't think, you know, YouTube is being really open with that one because again if they were to do that we will all gonna go and do that we will tell our friends hey watch this video for half an hour because then we're gonna get recommended so they don't want to like really give you the secret sauce but uh, there is something around that thing with that let's move on to the next update of this week which is whatsapp interestingly whatsapp is adding a shopping cart feature why is so interestingly is because again if you're watching our show or following our show you know we have covered whatsapp for a few weeks now and we said whatsapp is planning to monetize whatsapp is doing websites whatsapp is planning for business solutions whatsapp is asking encouraging businesses to do uh you know business accounts things like that what this shopping cart feature does is basically it's allowing WhatsApp to be, number one, it's going to compete directly with Shopify, right? And number two is, you know, it makes easier for businesses to talk to uh, their customers or future customers. This is actually exciting. Right now, people can order like multiple products at the same time, sending only one message to the businesses like food orders from local restaurants, clothes or different brands where this is going to really interestingly play. And again, WhatsApp is taking a cue from this popular app uh, in China, the WeChat, because WeChat is the center. It's a mega app, right? It's a center of everything in China. You can order services, order food, pay friends, things like that. And that's the future that Facebook is envisioning. And that's the future Facebook is going towards through WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and everything. It's slowly become this super powerful app, which we will see because, you know, this week they got hit by an antitrust lawsuit from the U.S. government, right? So Mark Zuckerberg may have ambitious plan, but is he going to be able to pull it off? I do not know. Unfortunately for him, you know, there is this thing called monopoly and anti, uh, monopoly uh, antitrust laws, which is basically prevents companies from, you know, becoming too big. I do not know if you know. I mean, when this law came into effect, there was this company called Standard Oil, which was broken down and they basically became 12 different companies like Exxon, Mobil, all these other big, big oil giants came out of Standard Oil because the government uh, figured eh, Standard Oil was so big that, you know, they control like 90% of the market and this was like not good for consumers, not good for government as well. Facebook is going that path. They're trying hard. WeChat got away because they're in China, you know, but this is America. Anyway, coming back to the thing here is that the thing you should keep in mind is WhatsApp adds a shopping cart feature, which basically means if you are, you know, if you have an e-com store, if you're an e-com player, this is something you should, you know, do it. Even if you don't invest into it, but keep it out. Take the number, block it play with it see because there are two billion users on whatsapp with over i'm 75 million business 75 million businesses 175 million businesses that uses this app 
You don't want to be the one left out. With that, moving on, the other thing of ads coming out of WhatsApp is like now we have ads on WhatsApp. Well, you, we don't right away, but it's going to happen. The sad part is that you know, it's again a Facebook product, which basically means you've got to deal with their flakiness, their you know, account bans and, you know, key, you know, bans and like, you know, flagging of your content, things like that. But guys, you know, that's if you are already advertising on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, this is something you should be used to it and you should be able to move on, right, and deal with it. But it's coming. So that's the interesting part. With that, let's move on to the next part, which is Instagram, which is, again, another Facebook property. Uh, they are penetrating the e-commerce world with shopping tags on Reels. Basically, what this is doing is, again, they're challenging TikTok. They're copying TikTok. TikTok did it. Now Instagram is doing it. So it's going to be like blah, blah, blah. It's going to back and forth. Why am I saying blah, blah? I do not know. Uh, but it's interesting in the sense that, you know, now, you initially when you could do reels you couldn't tag products now you could actually promote products it's becoming like qvc right shopping channel it's going to be very very interesting well i think youtube already has e-com on shorts if not they're going to be doing that very soon as well they're going to copy each other with that uh, the other update coming out of Facebook is that now you can manage all your Instagram posts on Facebook's new content management calendar. This is great, uh, which basically means uh, that you no longer have to use third-party tools to manage your content and see what's going on and things like that. At this time, it's only available for posts and IGTV. Expect this thing, it thinks tool to evolve over time and get better and better. But for now, you know, it's just going to be a dashboard where you'll be able to manage your present and future activity on Instagram, which will be shown through a calendar, which means you do not need to go to an Instagram app and check and manage your post separately, which will take much time. This is a great news, right? Is there still a market for a third-party app? Absolutely, at least for now. But, you know, if you don't want to pay for those apps and you want to do it justly from the, you know, Instagram, uh, Facebook's new content management calendar platform, then absolutely this is the platform to use. Next up, we have issues with Twitter algorithm running ads. Uh, well, not running ads, ruining ads. Just basically Twitter algorithm had some hiccups and they ended up showing users ads like four at a time, five at a time. Yeah, people, users on Twitter were seriously mad, upset, like, you know, what the, what the hell is happening on, what the hell is happening on Twitter? But, you know, it's just a slight hiccup. It's going to get better. So if I were you, I wouldn't really get turned off with ads on Twitter. I would just say it just shows that the platform is still new. It's still going through their, you know, you know, graduation process or not graduation process. It's just going through that, you know, process, that evolution, evolutionary process where it's going to just get better and better. But, you know, one thing it just shows is like, you know, that there is a fine line between showing your ad and pissing off your users or future customers. So what I will tell you all is that show your ads, but don't overshow them or don't undershow them. Find that balance, right? I believe we covered it in our show about a week or two weeks ago where we said the frequency. And I think that's a, that's a, uh, suggestion that came out of Facebook, which actually applies to across all the platform, which is like, do not show more than three to five times a day to your ad to someone else, to, to a user, any particular user. You could do frequency capping. So do that. And don't show your ad more than a certain number. At least I would say three is a good number. 
I maybe if you want to push the envelope, do, do four, but I would just take to four and just do frequency capping at four. With that, let's move on to the last update, which is from our friends at Overload that they actually produced a report that says, you know, 10 must know social media trends for 2021. I took the, you know, liberty of narrowing it down to the five must know social media trends for 2021. You don't need the other ones. Number one is social commerce is the future, right? 55% of the all the Zen Z users are in the US where say the recent fashion purchases were inspired by social media content. Does this mean uh, organic, Google search, all this thing is dead? Absolutely not, because there's another, you know, 45% out there, but 55% is pretty big. And this is 55% of all Zen Z not the all internet users. So keep that in mind. But social commerce is going to take up more and more. Authenticity matters in social media marketing, which basically means that uh, study says that 90% of consumers should prioritize authenticity in brands. Uh, it's up from 86% in 2017. Authenticity is also very particularly important in younger generation. Now, if you've been following our show, we have touched this and talked about it in the past as well. Again, it's go, it's a no-brainer. So be authentic, be the brand, and maintain the brand voice. Third is social media has become a discovery engine. It's no longer, again, they're saying that. It is actually go getting there, but they, we still have a long way to go just because there are 8 billion plus users out there. But 43% of consumers research products online through social media networks, asking people things like, hey, uh, I'm going to this hotel or I'm going to this city. What should I do or things like that? People are going to ask. Sometimes they will get recommendations and then they will go online to Google or Bing and they search for information. So it's ever, it's always important to be present everywhere, especially on the organic social, uh, social on the social media side as well as the search side. So make sure you're on both sides. There's going to be the fourth one is growth in messaging apps. The study figures is the number of users of mobile messaging apps is expected to reach 3 billion, 3 plus billion uh, worldwide in 2023, uh, which basically means that people are going to communicate more and more through messaging apps. Again, hey, goes back to the WhatsApp uh, for business, WhatsApp for e-commerce. Make sure you're leveraging that while you're still, it's still early. Number five, customer service via social media. It's going to happen. Um, you know, which is guys, if you see WhatsApp for business is basically enabling you to communicate directly with your users and taking out the phone call out of the picture, right? And now once you have that, you can text your customers, your customers can text you, you can actually have a two-way conversation. So same thing with Facebook, same thing with Instagram, things like this. So this is going to grow over time. So expect that to be the norm and focus on that. With that, let's move on to the last slide, which is this is all that you need to know for this week. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.